0: The following podcast is not real, but that'll become very clear very shortly. Now I'm going to beam you over to San Francisco for a live episode of the show. Uh, and if you're upset that you missed this, then we've got two more live episodes of the show coming up. There's the Now Here This Festival, September 9th in New York, and there's WBEZ's Podcast Passport. That's in Chicago at the Music Box Theater, September 17th. Details and tickets can be gotten from from hellofromthemagictavern.com. Just click the little live shows tab, and uh, that's it. Now, please enjoy this live episode of Hello from the Magic Tavern. Attention Northern
2: California Liberal Echo Chamber. The following podcast is not proof of the existence of other dimensions. It is not real, but it is being recorded live from the Outside Lands Festival in San Francisco's Golden Gate Park. For all of you unable to afford Burning Man. Now, let's take a break from all the bothersome live music and enjoy the show.
3: Hello from the Magic Tavern! Yeah! you guys hear me alright? No! Hello! Hey! Yeah. Who do we not want to hear? <laughs> Hello from the Magic Tavern! Yeah. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon! I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never heard the podcast before... I would not be surprised, but this is all you need to know. About two and a half years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. It's sort of like Middle Earth or Narnia. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast. I record every week in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, where we all are now, in the town of Hog's Face in the land of Foon. And I am joined, as always, by one of my best buds, my boon companion, uh, Chunt the Talking Badger. This is your mic. Oh, yeah, baby. No, give give it to him. Passing the buck. All right. How you doing, bud?
4: I'm good. How you doing?
3: I'm doing all right.
4: Just all right?
3: Just okay. I feel okay. like you're always
4: all right. You're a little maudlin.
3: Yeah, you're right. My high <laughs> is all right. Yeah. And I, I, I guess so. I'm just sort of... I miss home. I miss Chicago. I miss Earth.
4: Yeah. You kind of stopped trying to get back there a while ago.
3: No. I'm constantly trying to get home. I'm coming up with plans. I record this podcast every week and send it to Earth in hopes that someone on Earth will figure out a way to get me home.
4: Oh, nice. Passing the buck as well.
3: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Passing the buck. Just like... 100%. Yeah, okay. Look... I imagine right now on Earth, people have got their shit so much together that they're going to be able to figure out how to get me home.
4: Wow, that's a lot of trust in Earth. Yeah. Did I tell you about my new uh, business venture I'm thinking about? No, what's your new business venture? Uh, I'm a badger, Mm -hmm. right? A shapeshifter currently in the state of a badger. I thought it might be fun for animals such as myself to dress up like humans and Uh uh, maybe meet up at conventions and bang. Well, like, wait, hold like on. Oh, the wait, wait. fun is to dress up like a human, and then you're like, oh, we're in the cahoots. Uh-huh. We're both dressed as humans. Let's fuck.
3: Yes. I like that the, and then bang, was just like a tiny thing at the end yeah. of that sentence. Yeah. But it was so important. Yeah. Dress up like a human. Yeah. Go to conventions where other animals dress yep. up as humans. Bang. Yep.
4: You got it. What One, two, you, three. What
3: are you going to call this? Are you like a fleshy or something? I think fleshies. Fleshies is good. Yeah. 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 Fleshies, skinnies. <laughs> You're like, I've always thought that, like, humans were so adorable looking just to pretend to be a human and to have sex in weird ways that humans have sex. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have anything like that on Earth? We do. (laughs) We do. On Earth, look, first of all, I do know a little bit about this, but don't read into that too much. (laughs) On Earth, sometimes people dress up as animals. What? And they go to conventions and talk to other people who just love to dress up as animals. And they tell other people that it's not just about sex. It is. What do you call those people,
4: freaks?
3: (laughs) I think they're called furries. Furries. Yeah. No question, it's distasteful to dress up in a shitty animal costume. Yeah, absolutely. And go out
4: into public. And these are full-grown adults. (laughs) Yeah, oh, absolutely.
3: They should know better. Yeah. That's
4: disgusting. Yeah, it is. That's
3: terrible. But your idea... Yeah. Is great. Thank Fleshies. you. Oh, Fleshies thank you. He's going to catch Sean. Thank you. Uh, speaking of just a terrible person, I would like to introduce... I am Yusador,
5: <laughs> wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Apeaches, master of Light and Shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Dracus. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hooksangis. Shut up, and I am known in the Northeast... As, Glass as anus Maystar, Maystar. Shut up, and there may be other secret names you do not know yet. I if I were to speak these names aloud, surely the very letters that were leaving my mouth would form into true human form and stab thee in the eye, for those words have great power, and if they are spoken, one must be careful of the outcome that may come after.
4: I think he tired himself out? <laughs>
3: no. Oh. Those last three words were just like I oh. can't finish the
5: sentence. I, well.
4: oh, Grandpa had a seat.
5: Well, to be honest, I'm not quite feeling like myself today. What, oh, Arnold? We we fought so long against the Dark Lord of Foon. That Dark Lord that he now holds sway over all of Foon, and I we are trapped here in this prison town of face. But lo. There's more we could do. We could help the people of Foon by doing some charitable works and reaching out to our our fellow creatures, uh, the humans and elves and dwarves, and and making their lives just a little bit better. Don't you think?
4: I volunteer on the weekends to help kill kids. (laughs) To help. Kill, kill kid? kids? You
3: help kill kids?
4: Did I stutter? Am I saying something wrong?
3: What's going on? Do you know about child death in Foon? There's so much child death in Foon.
5: Well, it's a harsh world, and it's uh, difficult if you aren't fully grown yet to uh, ward off all the things that may kill you. Uh, if you're a full-grown adult and a giant bee comes down, you're like, get the hell out of here, bee. If you're a child, you're like, ah, a bee. And it eats your face.
4: I love when of does his impressions of a full-grown adult and then a child. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you do like a full-grown adult eating? Oh, this is delicious food. And now a child?
5: I can't get all this food in my mouth.
4: <laughs> now a full-grown adult driving a cart?
5: I, uh, here I go down the street. Uh, move, horse. Uh, pull my cart faster. And now a child? I'm falling off this cart. I, I can't hold on to the reins. I'm trampled to death by a horse. The
3: thing I've noticed about full-grown adults in Foon is when they're driving carts, they just talk about the fact that they're driving carts the whole time. Yes. It causes a lot of
5: accidents. Yes, it does. Uh, We should do something about that. Maybe I'll start a charity where we promote the idea of shutting up while you drive. (laughs) Shut up and drive.
3: Are we just going to blow past the idea that Chunt is helping to kill kids?
5: Yeah, probably.
3: How? Like, Who are you helping kill kids? The kids.
4: What do you mean, who am I helping? The kids need to die. Do you not have that phrase on Earth? Kids need to die? <laughs> no. no well, we-
5: you know, in the situation I just described, perhaps a child decides they're going to drive a cart down the street, and they fall off the cart, and they're run over by the horse and the cart, but they're laying there in the mud, and they're not quite dead.
4: And a lot of times that's because they put the cart before the horse.
5: Yeah.
3: Because kids don't know no better. Don't put the cart before the horse and don't put both of them over a child. Yeah.
4: And a lot of times in Foon, like if a kid's acting up, a mom will say, I brought you into this world and I can take you out. And then they do. They follow through on that promise. Yeah.
3: <laughs> parents on Foon are honest to their children. Yeah. That is one thing that is different from my world. We always
4: say parents <laughs> understand.
3: Yeah, parents. They do. That's a big Foon do. saying is parents, parents understand. understand. Parents
4: just do understand. Yeah. Speaking of carts, have we ever told you about the, uh, the Koston accent in Foon? The what? There's an area of Foon called Koston, and they have a certain accent. Uh-huh. And so speaking of carts, a lot of times we'll say, "pack the cot at Tarakas How. <laughs> that's a Koston accent. It's an area of Foon that's very wealthy. Yeah. So Everything costs a ton, so sure. it's Koston, yeah.
5: Okay. Uh, their, uh, their mittens team is known as uh, the Red Stockings.
3: I have heard, though, that sports fans in Coston are the worst. The worst of all sports fans. We apparently have a huge Coston contingent in the tavern tonight. Well, you can tell somebody's from Coston because they uh, have a lot of apples with them. They love apples.
5: They love apples? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is all they say. How about these apples? How about these apples? And you're like, enough about the apples. So I'm sad because we're not helping enough people. But I'm also happy because I used your magical phone device and I learned to make salsa. I'm just getting into salsa. It's delicious. You just cut up some fresh vegetables and dip a chip in. It's wonderful. It's the only thing I've liked from Earth at all. So you were like,
3: hey, I gotta help people more. Oh wait, salsa. So you've diverted that energy into salsa
6: making?
5: Yes, and now that I have the power of salsa, I shall truly become the greatest wizard this world has ever known. I, and I shall spread this salsa all over the great land of Foon. Until the Dark Lord doth bend before me, I, his very nature shall be undone, and I shall stand o'er him victorious! (laughs) And it's just tasty. Guys,
3: I'm so excited. It just feels like a big day in town. I have got a couple of guests for us today. But first, I want to talk to a raven who uh, sends messages all over the land of Hogsfade. Is the raven not one of the guests? No, he is one of the guests. So uh, please welcome Kermit the Talking Raven.
4: Oh, Oh, wow, he's well-trained. He just landed right on the table there. I I know. Welcome, Kermit. Welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't
7: realize it was a raven.
3: You're just like, I'm a bird. I don't know what kind of
7: bird I am. I like to think of myself as a
5: cardinal. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I love all types of birds, but ravens are particularly beautiful.
7: Okay. We'll agree to disagree on this one.
3: (laughs) That's a good question. Like, do, I wonder, do birds think of themselves by the same names as humans think of those birds? Like, maybe what we call a raven, birds call a cardinal.
7: No, I just would, I I just kind of wish I was a cardinal. Oh. (laughs) But I am a raven. It's pretty cut and dry. It's an aspirational thing. Full disclosure, after all this, I am actually a raven.
4: (laughs) That's good to know. A self
7: loathing raven. I, I don't, that's, that's kind of a leap,
5: you i have. Now, I've heard of a group of birds that like to dress up like different kinds of birds. They're called featheries. Damn and it. they like to go to conventions and have sex with each other as different kinds of birds. Isn't that fun? You could dress up like a cardinal if you want. I will look into this. Yes.
4: Kermit, can I ask you, just because uh, I've never had the chance to ask a crow, a, a raven face-to-face, face, what's the How difference between you? a crow and a raven, a difference between a crow and a raven? Oh, my God. Um, We're actually the same bird.
7: It's kind of like, what's another example of that? Two things that have different names, like a cheetah and something else. Uh,
4: A mountain lion and a puma? Yeah, I think so. A troll and a
3: bridge troll.
5: (laughs) It's just a troll under a bridge.
3: Yeah, a raven and a writing desk.
7: A rock and a hard place. But to answer your question, a raven and a crow are the exact species of bird.
3: Yeah, only crows are ravens that have been killed. (laughs) <laughs> and come back from the dead to avenge their own death. Look, this doesn't play in Foon, but Earth people would love that joke.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> in Foon, we'd say, that's so crow. That's so crow. <laughs> yeah.
3: So you fly all over uh, the land of Foon delivering messages.
7: Yeah, I'm uh, kind of a sort of affordable message service. Sure. For people who need to get messages to uh, various mundane tasks, like canceling a haircut appointment or something like sure. that. Sure, yeah, because there's
3: no easier way to do
7: that. No, then you get a, a raven, you hand them a note, he flies to the salon and goes, uh,
5: hand- Kathy's going to be a little late. Oh, actually, actually, Kermit, that reminds me. I've had a hair appointment for the last 125 years that I've been putting off every week. Do you think you could tell them that I'm not coming in again this week? I could uh, tell them that if they were waiting for you any minute that it's probably not going to happen. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it.
3: So, Kermit, I love that they hand you the message and you fly, and then you hand them the message, have they considered just telling you the message, and then you could tell the people Oh, the and message? then I would just talk it? Yeah.
7: No, I mean, I think it's better, I don't, you know, it's like when you go to a restaurant and the waiter doesn't write things down,
3: you get all nervous. Oh, yeah.
7: <laughs> you, know, you, can, you can write something down if you want. Yeah.
3: So, uh, Or like when I get directions. Yeah. I don't remember them for half a you second. You write
7: down directions for people?
3: Yeah, I write down directions for people.
7: So like if someone comes up to you on the street and says, how do I get to Golden Gate Park or something? You go, let me get my pen out.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Which so, reminds me, what is Golden Gate Park in Foon? Golden Gate is
4: a uh, it's a pathway into other realms. So uh, depending on how much you can afford, we have Golden Gate. Uh-huh. We have the bronze barrier. Sure. And we have the <laughs> copper... Um, uh, the silver corridor. slide. Cor- yeah. Copper corridor, the silver slide, yeah. So The
3: bronze barrier has got to be the worst because it is literally a barrier. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That's the worst way to get somewhere. Yeah, yeah.
4: But it's a, it's a beautiful park, and uh, yeah, depending on which door you can afford, it might take you to other realms. You don't know where you're going to go. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I guess we should have told you about this earlier on. You might be able to get back to Earth. I should go to the Golden
3: Gate.
5: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. They wouldn't have you.
3: They wouldn't have me?
5: No. They appeal to a different class of person. Someone, someone just a little bit nicer, nicer dressed. No stain on their pink shirt. There is, there is a
4: stain. There is on a my stain shirt. right in the
5: middle of that shirt. And I think to to
4: be in Golden Gator around there, I think at this point it's like one point two million gold for like a shoebox sized chance of getting through. Oh, I couldn't afford it. No, I don't think he could afford it.
3: Is there anywhere, like, around the Golden Gate that I could afford? Like, where would I have to go if I wanted to go near the Golden Gate? Like, is there, like... Oak uh, land? Oh, oak? Yeah.
5: <laughs> like, just, the, land the land of oaks? Yeah. It's just a forest. You just have to live in the middle of the forest full yeah. of oaks. Yeah. But Kobet makes a good point. It's, it's very difficult to send messages through voice mm-hmm. alone. Arnold, have you ever heard of the game sit around in a circle and whisper something into someone's ear and then probably get it wrong until it gets back to the first person? <laughs> That's the name of a game here on Foon. What is that game again? The name of the game is sit in a circle and whisper something into someone's ear next to you until it gets back to the first person, and then it's probably wrong. Okay, well, let's play. All right. Uh, play what? Sit in a circle,
3: I, whisper really, something
5: into the next person's ear, until it gets back to the first person, and it's probably wrong. Here, we'll do it real I'm going to be
3: honest. Unless I write that down, I am not going to remember. Does that
7: work with uh, f- four people, it seems like? You need at least seven before that start, well, shit starts we,
5: uh, It's The more people, it's more fun, certainly, sure. uh, because the message is even more oh. wrong. And then it's hilarious when you play, sit in a circle and whisper something to someone's here until it gets back to the first person, and it's probably wrong.
3: Well, hey, actually, let's maybe bring out our next guest, oh. and so we'll have a few more people to play this game, sit in a circle, whisper,
5: Whisper something to the next person, see it until it gets back to the first person, it's probably wrong.
4: Yeah. Uh, Before you do it, just quickly, I'll say, just randomly, I like to say this in the middle of podcasts now. If you have a question for anyone at the Tavern, uh, of course, uh, people on Earth, you can email us uh, at chunt at gmail.com. That's chunt with six Ts. um, And we might answer your question. Of course, this is uh, for people listening way after the fact it's recorded, but perhaps... Yeah something will
3: work but you, out. But if you are yeah. listening right now, just like you can send a message and... Uh, Seriously, we'll
7: wait for your email right now. <laughs>
3: uh, or you could pay a raven, hand it a message, and they'll fly it up here.
7: Very reasonable.
3: How much do you charge, by the way?
7: It's usually by the word, and uh, I get to choose how many words.
5: Oh, <laughs> like you get to choose? Yeah. That's I mean, nice. I think,
7: uh, you know, sometimes two messages are too abrupt. Look, you can't just say haircut appointment canceling. Yeah. Right. You have to say, hey... Uh, Something came up, and I want to tell you about it. That, that
3: adds up fast. Yeah, it does. And you're always, like, upselling them on words. I do. I'm, no, I,
7: well. You're like, you need well, some just caveats
3: conf- in this message.
7: Uh, yeah, I mean, I just want it to be a full, I, you, know, I, you know, otherwise they'll rip me off. I don't want to fly 30 miles to, to just be like, how's it going or something. <laughs>
5: I've never paid less than 6,000 gold pieces for a Raven message. All, all of my Raven messages are very long. Brevity is not really my strong suit.
3: That checks out. Yep. You said we had two other guests? Yes, we do. Uh, hey, hey! I'm so excited. Our next guest is Braidwin, the famous warrior elf.
8: <laughs> Braidwin, are you all right? You seem. I, um, I thought we agreed you weren't going to use my real name. I oh, don't want anyone I'm to know that. So I'm so sorry. I uh, should have
3: written that part this down. Is,
8: uh, this is uncomfortable. Please, uh, please don't. I just don't want the Dark Lord to know that I'm here. Okay.
3: So I should not publicize that your Braidwin the could you? Elf.
8: Th- you've just said my you name said again. Okay. If you could right. just— it? In fact, if you could—and I, and I won't go anywhere—but if you could just make something up, just make up a different name. Uh, okay. No, I don't. I okay. just you're rather right. not have you're, anyone know. No, that no, no.
3: I'll remember I'm not here. to say that you're Braidwin the Warrior Elf. I don't okay, have anything. To, I don't have anything time. to write that. that. I don't have anything time. to write that down. So, Chunt, will you remind me to not say Braidwin the Warrior Elf? Got okay. I'm going to settle in.
8: I don't want you to introduce me again. Okay. I'm afraid that you'll just say my name one more time, Okay, I will- so I'm just going to relax. I'm going to assume that the Dark Lord can't find me here, and uh, what are you doing?
4: We were about to play a game.
8: Yeah, we
3: are going to play a game uh, called Sit in a Circle. And- Sit in
5: a Circle, whisper something into the ear of the person next to you until it gets back to the first person, and then it's probably wrong. You all know this game.
4: Let's just call it Raven Message for short. Raven Message, yeah, that's great.
5: Yeah. Okay,
3: uh, should I start? Yeah, yeah so that, makes that makes sense
4: logistically. In the middle yeah, start. that makes sense. Oh, okay, you not in
7: the middle. Shit. I don't. Yeah, I don't you think you would start. circle back. I think it's it's one end to the other.
3: Oh, I see. So we're not going <laughs> to sit in a circle. So we're going to play a circle. variant called "Sit in a semicircle. circle uh-huh. why don't you start? All right. This is good tape.
5: <laughs> uh, Pablo, I have to cancel the haircut appointment. <laughs> <laughs> I started by saying, you look nice today. (laughs) I said, you look mice today. Uh,
3: I also said, you look mice today.
8: I heard Chew look mice today.
3: (laughs) And I heard something related to a haircut (laughs) appointment. So we agree that everyone played the
4: game except for Arnie just repeated what I said. Oh, so Uh, you're intentionally supposed to change it?
5: Well, it just changes naturally. It's impossible to perfectly recreate the thing you had just said. Uh, It is part of the fun of the game. (laughs) So... So
4: B-Dub, if I can call you B-Dub.
8: Uh, sure, I feel comfortable with that.
4: Uh, you're an elvish warrior.
8: Well, here's the thing. Uh, if an elvish warrior was, say, extremely powerful, but also extremely tired of being a powerful warrior and wanted to escape somewhere, and they had heard that there was a strange creature uh, at this tavern who had abilities to contact other worlds, and she thought maybe she could get out of this whole warrior elf thing... Uh, maybe she would come here. I that's know that's quite a, a hypothetical. long hypothetical. Yeah, that's quite the hypothetical. It's a, it's a long hypothetical, but just imagine if that were true. Yeah. Then that's what I'm doing here.
4: Wow. What, uh, <laughs> this this elvish uh, warrior, what, what are her uh, tools? What are her tools of choice?
8: I mean, principally just the braid.
4: Just the braid? The braid? Oh, yes. Is there like a razor at the end of that? Is there...
8: I mean, I think just in coolness factor. Okay. If you think through the elves you've known, typically there's at least one braid involved. Yeah, uh, yeah, That is the source of our power. Many people don't know that.
7: Are you talking about like a hair braid?
8: I mean, the way, oh, the way you salons. say it. Oh, this guy in salons. The way you say it makes it ensmolened, but no. I, just, I, in Smolland, I feel like no. I put
7: some theme into this and I feel bad. It's all going to be about hair. By the way,
8: you look, you look very familiar. Is there a chance you're the raven who charged me 70,000 golden pieces to send a quick note to my mom?
7: I did, but I think the message was excellent and concise. (laughs) You were delaying lunch by ten minutes, and I thought...
8: No, somehow you convinced me to tell my mother the story of my birth, and who knows knows that story better than she, and yet somehow, just to tell her I was going to be a bit late, I ended up telling her that whole tale.
7: Well, if you saw the smile on her face as she was reading that note...
8: Rub it in, why don't you? I miss her so much. I'm sorry, I promised myself I wasn't going to do this. Hey, hey, guys! Do you mind if,
3: just for a second, I talk to Chunt and Usador? Am I just imagining a thumping sound? Like I feel like I hear a
5: heart, like a heartbeat. I cast
6: a coming. spell of
5: citywide thumping.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that maybe I was hearing the telltale thumping of Blemish, who we killed under the tavern. Some sort of telltale heart? Yeah. Oh, but it stopped. It stopped. Yeah, we're oh, good. Okay. okay.
9: Good.
8: Can I be honest with you guys? We, I can't speak for Kermit because he heard me say something about Pablo when I said, Chu, look nice today. I was able to hear everything you just oh. said. Oh.
5: Well, we usually I know just, you wanted privacy, but. We usually just slip under the table when we want to speak in private, which is directly under where you're sitting. So. Uh, Do you know that
8: in one land uh, in Foon, there are people who like to get together at tables and then they go under the tables. Now they're dresses themselves, mind you, mm-hmm. but they do go under the tables and have sex with each other. Ooh,
4: that, Ooh. what are they called?
8: Tablers. Tablers. Mm-hmm. Get her table. Tables. Get her table.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that famous saying. Get her table. Yeah, get her yeah. table. Mm-hmm. I could be into that. I feel like that could be my thing. Wait, you
4: have sex?
8: I have. I have had sex a couple of times in my life.
4: I can't imagine it. Have you done it here
8: or from your home world?
4: Oh, you did do it here. You had sex with a memory gremlin.
3: I did have sex with a memory gremlin that I thought was my wife. It's, it would take a lot of exposition and backstory <laughs> to get into it.
5: <laughs> now, uh, B.W., uh, uh, this friend of yours has decided to potentially change her life. What do you wish your new life to be? Have you thought about what career you may well, I
8: don't I mean, you know, obviously here uh, in Foon, uh, an elf is expected to fight the Dark Lord, yes. and it just gets so tiresome, and I have hobbies. What that are I your hobbies? To yes, yes, what are your hobbies? Well, I just, you know, for example, a couple of hundred years ago, I, I had a little extra time on my hands, and I started making toys for children. Oh. And something about that, and I know as an elf, that's not something elves should do. But I just really, I derived great joy from building toys for children. That's, and then a, that's was, a good... Um, there was a, a white-bearded wizard who would deliver the toys to those children. Of course, he couldn't say that an elf had made them or they would have been terribly afraid. Yes. But, yes. but that felt good to me, you know, in some strange way. It felt natural to me. Yes. Ysador,
3: you, you, have you heard of this white-bearded wizard that used to deliver toys to children?
5: Oh, yes. Sanctimonious the Red. <laughs> Terrible wizard of the North. Brutal in his his demand to break into everyone's home once a year, force gifts upon them. I think he rode eight thunder. Yes, he rode rode eight thunder deer. Uh, I think they're just called thunder. Thunder. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like saying things the long way, Uh, but. But you made, you made toys for Sanctimonious the Red.
8: Well, I, d- I did. I mean, initially, we were doing it out of fear because he had threatened to... He's a very secure uh, realm that he operates in. He has a list of everyone, uh, whether they're behaving well or behaving poorly, or, or and, and that actually dictates what kind of gifts the children get. Yes. Uh, many of us feared for our lives, so uh, I began doing it out of fear, uh, but I ended up getting a real kick out of it.
5: Mm. Well, we're wonderful. I'm glad it worked out. Uh, I
4: I have a friend. uh, I don't want to bring down the the podcast, Arnie. I have a friend whose grandma got run over by Sanctimonious. Oh, no. Thunder? Yes.
8: What was she doing? Where was she going? Uh, And and at what time of year? Specifically the day would be helpful. I think she was walking
4: home from our hovel uh, Christmas
3: Eve. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, I say there's no such thing as Sanctimonious.
8: Well,
4: Well, as for me and uh, my family...
5: <laughs> we do.
3: We believe. You know. Sure, absolutely.
5: Now, Kermit, yes. uh, did you ever take messages to Sanctimonious the Red? Uh, I know that some children, although they were terrified of receiving his gifts, sent him letters saying, "Please send me this," or "Please stop breaking into my home." I actually,
7: I sent both those two messages at you.
5: Both of them. <laughs>
7: yeah. Did you read them or something? Because
5: oh, you only sent one of each. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, it's possible. I, I do remember everything I eat. So if those letters were left lying around and I decided to eat a piece of paper that day, it's possible that I do remember them.
8: <laughs> but is it like a total autobiographical memory where you would know what day of the week it was and what you were wearing as well as what you ate?
5: Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I remember is, Wait,
8: is it because you're always wearing that?
5: Well, that helps. That okay. makes yeah, it easier. Would, okay, okay, okay.
8: And also, what year, but I, but, what but, year but, is but, it Hold on! Now? Uh,
5: but hold on. It's 48, 379. Uh, but just to be clear, I, I, I'll, I'll really stretch it out. I won't be like, oh, I'm just wearing the same thing I wear. I'll say, I awoke. I stood up in my bed at a full 90-degree angle. I, and then I donned my blue robe and my blue hat. I I did comb my long white hair. I did put on my pipe and my talismans. And I did grab my wand and my sword and my staff. And I did fly forth out the very chimney of mine house. And did land in a bank and upon the ground. And said unto the day, welcome day. Today is a new day. So I really, uh, you know, I'll vamp. Look at that. It helps. It helps kill time.
8: Can I ask you a question? Yes. Have you ever... Gone to bed the night before with shoes that needed repairing and awoken the next morning to find that someone had repaired those shoes for you? Because that's another hobby of mine, strangely. I like to repair shoes in the middle of the night. I creep in, no one can see me, I repair the shoes and I leave. And I know that's not something elves are supposed to do. But it felt right to me.
5: So you're like a sneaky cobbler. Yes, she's like like a a sneaky sneaky cobbler.
8: cobbler. Oh, Oh, and sometimes I would just go sit on a shelf afterwards.
5: Well, yes. These all sound like wonderful activities for an elf. An
8: elf couldn't possibly do any of these things.
5: Because you're set upon fighting the Dark Lord. You're you're bred to be warriors and eternal fighters. Uh, But... I as myself, an internal force of nature, fighting against the Dark Lord, doth feel the pain that thou dost feel. For I, too, grow tired of fighting all the time, and I want to do something to help the people. And I admire the way you've helped people by fixing their shoes and forcing toys on them when they didn't want them.
8: I also hollowed out a tree and made wonderful cookies for people at one point.
5: I And I
8: know that sounds crazy for an elf to do. That
5: does sound a little weird. But
8: I really, it felt right to me. If only there were a place I could go, where it would be acceptable to be an elf and do all those strange things.
5: Arnold, have you heard of elves from other dimensions? You're the only one that's traveled between dimensions. Well, on
3: my world, there are tales of elves who live in trees and make cookies. (laughs)
8: Oh, really? It's true. (laughs)
3: They're delicious. Well... As long as they don't taste mass-produced. Look, here's how they taste. They don't taste great, but I'll still eat a lot of them. Like a
4: lot. That tracks, yeah, that tracks,
5: yeah. Yeah. Do any of them have fudge in them? Because everybody loves fudge.
4: Ooh, and could you shoehorn U-D-G-E at the end of
3: Elf? (laughs) Oh! Yes. Oh my God. My entire life, I never realized... E.L. Fudge. There's Elf in there. What is, what's E.L. Fudge?
4: What? Something I just made up. I thought oh. to shoehorn in is... those letters at the end of Elf and maybe yes. it yes. would work out, and Arnie seems to have blown a gasket.
3: Guys, there are all kinds of secret messages on my world that I have missed. They're not important exactly. <laughs> and yet I find myself feeling weirdly upset and betrayed that I never noticed them before. Like that time that I realized that Arby's... Is RB Arby's. roast beef. Yeah. You have Arby's
4: on Earth? Oh man. We have Arby's. We but have sometimes Arby's. we call it Junior Carl's.
5: <laughs> well no, you're thinking of hardties. Oh, you have Hardee's on earth? What, what is Arby's on Foon? They're the worst restaurants on Foon. <laughs> the worst? Yes, there are three restaurants. They're all in a corner. They all just, you, you can go to the, the northeastern part of the country and within the big city, and there they sit in a triumvirate, and if you go into any one of them, you're going to be sick for sure.
3: Look, I imagine they're terrible, but they can't be the worst on Earth. What about the food you can get from that big white castle? I, I kind of like that. Yeah. it's
4: yeah. kind. When you're drunk, it's kind of the most satisfying food. You Wrong. just got to love onions.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't like onions. This is a really interesting... Uh, detour? Yeah. That. What a great detour.
10: Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash That's rocketmoney.com slash Rocketmoney.com slash Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30 to get 30 Better to get 20 20 20 to get 20 20 to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch.
1: $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: I'm sorry, like I know we're talking about all your passion projects. Mm. Is it terrible that I'm kind of interested to learn more about how you killed people with your braid?
8: Oh, braid killing. Yeah. Uh, Again, largely a coolness factor. Yeah. Largely just shaming people who don't have braids. Yeah. Uh, It's mostly in the head. It's kind of a brain thing. I certainly have a bow and arrow. Uh Um, I I usually miss. um, But I think people are so convinced that they're going to be hit that they die of fright and shame. Yeah. I've never gone. I I rarely go to check to see if the arrow actually made any impact at all. I'm off. I'm on my way to somewhere else. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's
5: that's very impressive. You must be feared through all the land. For these people who nearly die must go back to their friends and say, "I almost died. uh, She's probably killed like a thousand people. I just got lucky." And and then the tales of your uh, prowess as a fighter just grow and grow and grow.
8: So you're suggesting that certain people live. My arrows don't hit them. They don't die of shame or fear. And they spread the word that I'm a wonderful warrior, and uh, that's how the word got around, what I, style. I,
5: well, you suggested that some of them didn't die from the arrows, so I thought, perhaps not all of them died of shame. Perhaps some of them have a lot of shame already, so it kind of just glances off of them. <laughs> I mean, look at Arnie. Like, we try to shame him all the time, and he just came with so much shame that it doesn't seem to have any effect. Yeah, He's, it makes him stronger.
3: yeah. You can accumulate enough shame that, like, it's it's like an antibiotic. It's like a
4: you build a
5: resistance. On
3: my world, you can take shots for allergies and then you don't have allergies anymore. It's kind of like that. Huh?
4: Yeah, I was gonna say, anytime I shame you, it's like giving you Gatorade. Like, it just makes you stronger. Gatorade (laughs) makes you stronger. I think so.
8: (laughs) What is it? It's a drink made from Gators.
4: Yeah, it's uh, well, it's blood of Gators to help aid anyone who's uh, unhealthy. So it's a Gatorade. Huh.
8: I thought so. Yeah,
4: and it comes in all kinds of flavors. There's cucumber lime. There's sure. Yeah, blizzard flavor. Remember which when is there was just... only like two flavors of Gatorade? Yeah. Oh, like yes, 4, thousand yes, yeah. That was the best when there was just like yeah. yellow, yellow Gatorade, <laughs> and then like red. Yeah. And
7: now now gotten... that no, red was one of the the later ones. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it's gotten pretty busy.
4: Yeah. What's, What's your favorite?
7: The blue one.
8: <laughs> oh. Do you know what I like to do sometimes in the early morning? If yeah. I'm lacking energy, I'll go out to a beautiful uh, peak, a, big, a beautiful Alp-type uh, mountain, and just drink the dew right off of Ooh, the some of the, of the leaves. Oh. The dew of the mountain? It really gives me a lot I heard of a rumour. Room-
4: I heard a rumor about that. That
8: beautiful golden yeah. dew.
4: I heard if you do that, it shrinks your penis. <laughs> what? You obviously don't have to worry about that, but I, th- I heard if you drink the dew from the, the mountaintops, it shrinks your penis. Really? That's what I heard in Where like did you hear that? sixth grade. Oh, in sixth grade. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, that's probably true, though. Yeah,
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think maybe you need to check your sources a little better.
3: Yeah, you can't spread
5: stuff like that around.
3: Yeah. But, I feel like it's just too far to go to the top of a mountain to get a drink. Uh, you I would don't just have to rather, the very top. like, something more immediate, like just drink from a doctor's pecker or something.
8: Oh, a doctor's pecker? Yeah,
3: drink from a doctor's pecker? <laughs> yeah. You just, Is this an Earth thing? Uh, look, I know what you're thinking. It doesn't have to be a real doctor. <laughs>
4: I mean, how, is, it, how hey, is that better?
3: We have a fake doctor in
4: town who makes people drink from a specker. His name is Mr. Pube, but...
3: <laughs> Mr. Pube, sure. So uh. it's, I guess it's not totally out of the yeah. ordinary, but... Some people like to dress up as doctors, <laughs> get under a table. It's just something I'm into. Don't kink shame me. Hey, you know what? We got another guest. <laughs> Oh, I wish it were a doctor, but it's can not. We do a, can we do a quick email here oh, before Oh, of we can, course,
4: yeah. So, uh, just by happenstance, got an email here from Don Bernal. Uh, Don says, I have a question for... It says Isidore, but I think he means Isidore. Can he describe his favorite salsa recipe in his famous recipe voice?
8: Can you also ask if that's Don Bernal of the Bernal Heights?
4: <laughs> is this Don Bernal from the Bernal Heights? And the phone's not answering.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's not how phones work. Well, the, it is actually how phones work. <laughs> That's how phones used to work, and now it's, it's a way that you, people don't want to interact with phones. Usador, you want to take that away?
5: Cut up four fresh tomatoes. A full onion. Cut some cilantro. Some peach. And make a delicious peach salsa. Mix all those things together. Fold them together. I... Let them mix into one another and become a single thing. And when that single thing is formed, dip thine chip within it. And with thine chip, carry the delicious salsa to thine mouth and experience a taste sensation! Yeah. You know, uh, Sanctimonious the Red, some people believe that uh, he was a, a false creation of a Coca-Cola. Do you know Coked Up Koala? <laughs> coked, up,
3: coked Up Koala? No. Is that what you said? Coked
5: Up, coked koala? up koala? yes. Up yeah. Koala, yes. He was a, he was a uh, koala who was very fond of opium, and uh, he also made delicious uh, softening drinks that, uh, that originally had cocaine in them. Yeah.
4: He liked to uh, ride the nose slopes, if you know what I mean.
3: Wait a second, you have cocaine in this world?
4: Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> so much more makes sense now. I mean, we don't partake, but uh, I'm sure Muddle could get you a bump. You want a
3: bump? Uh, maybe some, after the
4: show.
8: Because some people like to have a little pep, see?
3: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I want to come
7: up with one of these. I
3: don't think I
10: can.
7: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm starting to figure it out. Here's
3: the thing though. You know, we spend so much time just talking, talking, talking. Let's take like 15 seconds to just sit quietly and just think. Can Uh, can
4: we think of, like, I mean, this isn't maybe the game, but maybe think of, like, a really cute koala, maybe, like, an RC koala?
3: That was was (laughs) terrible. That joke was like a a koala zero.
7: That helped. It's like we got a couple of walkouts on the uh, soda (laughs) stop.
3: It's like, all right, then.
7: Those are I,
8: just a couple of water sprays. I don't know how you could It, it could
3: just be two people that were excited to be reminded that cocaine exists. They're like, wait a oh, minute. hold on.
7: I can't believe they walked out before I thought of one. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they thought it wasn't going to happen, so they didn't want <laughs> to be in pain.
4: Uh, um, well, while Kermit thinks of one, and before we bring out our last guest, let's have one more email here. Um, this is from Caroline Chunard. Caroline says, I'm from San Francisco.
3: Go. Yep. Uh, I'd like to know, is there sourdough bread and Foon? Mm. Oh, yeah. Sourdough bread. That's a, that's a bread on my world that is so delicious, but no one eats it. And le- it, uh, it seemed, it's kind of like a little extra unhealthy. Take those
5: 15 seconds and gather your thoughts. <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay. So you're from... Okay, over- wait, no, no. Give me 15 seconds. <laughs> uh, we do have tang bread. No. Are Is that the same thing? They're no.
8: tangy, tangy to the tongue. Oh,
3: no. I mean, I, it, it could be similar. We also have sweet bread. Well, what's that?
4: It's like the thymus gland of a cow.
3: Oh. Yeah, we have that. We yeah, definitely okay.
4: have that oh, okay. as well. Absolutely. But it's baked into a bread.
5: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Tang bread is, is just, it's a, it's a white bread. It's very delicious. I could see it being called sourdough in another place. Uh, uh, but if you eat it, it makes you evil.
3: Can I be honest? I'm like 20% listening, 80% trying to think of sodas. <laughs> yeah, well, let's... Yeah.
4: let's uh, Same let's with me, so only so 10, 90%. So let's so check good. in with our first uh, <clears throat> edition of a new segment called Kermit's Corner, okay. uh-huh. where we check in with Kermit <laughs> to see if he uh, has a koala a saying. Um, no, I
3: don't. <laughs> and that's been our first installment of Kermit's Corner. <laughs> Kermit. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he has something. He's just being LaCoy.
5: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Wait. What? Well, this is a rich mine, but we've been uh, we've been delaying our guests for seven oh, minutes. Oh gosh,
3: I'm so sorry. Yes, uh, and you know, I was approached. Uh, before the show by uh, these people called the Wishmasters. I don't know <gasps> if
8: you've heard of them. What a wonderful
3: um, group. They're very popular, apparently. Oh,
8: they do wonderful things for ill people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes.
7: Better yeah. than making toys for tots. They do good work. I deliver their messages for a 40% off discount. Very kind of you. So this
3: Wishmaster came up to me and said that there was a boy named Timbo, the Eternally Ill. That wanted to be on the podcast.
8: Oh, was he just a little squirt?
3: Oh man! Uh, I know oh. he's. If he's eternally ill, he doesn't have a lot of energy. So if, if he could just surge whatever he's got in him and just.
8: Oh, come on up! How here. does this work? Do we stand and oh salute yeah, everyone oh. stand and
5: salute for this eternally sick child. <coughs> oh, oh Arnie, he coughs, so you know he's sick. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Timbo.
9: Hello, Hi, Timbo. Thanks for having me. I'm a big Fanta.
5: Oh, I, like oh, oh, I, like I like this child.
8: I like this child. I like this child. Well, sure, this child had 20 minutes sitting at
9: the I bar like to think. This
4: yes. child. I I ran up quite a tab. <laughs> oh, oh my god. This I, is our second yes. installment of Kermit's Corner where oh, we check god. in with Kermit <laughs> to see if
3: Kermit has anything to say. I I feel if you watch Kermit's face, he's getting progressively more upset whenever <laughs> a new one comes up.
5: Now, even though Timbo is just a little squirty, you, you seem like a kind boy with a heart of ruby red. Oh.
9: Thank, thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. Um, you know, when I was three, I contracted the plague, and they said I wouldn't last one harvest, but I've been here for several harvests now, and I've, I've gotten several other diseases along the way. Oh. I got cent- centaur herpes. Oh. Um, you had, got centaur herpes? Yes. Well, we call it herpes C, oh. or hep C. <laughs> Yes, I got that. Uh, I got Rot of Crotch from an Arby's. Oh. Yeah, we have that on our world. We have that on my world. Yes, so I'm just hanging on, but I'm really happy to be here. It wasn't my first choice of cast of pod, I have to be honest. What's this? Well, there's another cast of pod way across Foon. It's called First Man on the Foon. And the guy who did it, he died recently, so I defaulted to this cast of pod. Arnie, you're not even the first fucking podcast in Foon? (laughs) That's the only
3: thing you had going for you. I mean, it's not the only thing I have going for me. Oh, I I I think it was. I had that sweet LaCoy bun.
5: (laughs) Now, Timbo, uh, I have a question uh, about your name. It says you're Timbo the Eternally Ill. Yes. Does this mean you never die and you're eternally ill? Or is it just sort of like a nice way to talk about, you know, what time you have left?
9: That's a good question. I very much perplexed all of the doctors in town who keep wanting me to drink out of their crotches. Um, but I don't really know how much time I have left. I just keep waking up each morning,
5: glad to be here. Oh, that's wonderful. You're such a sweet little boy. Uh, have you ever thought about becoming uh, a sort of disease bomb to throw into the middle of the Dark Lord's forces? <laughs> oh, <Ooh>.
9: Snapple! <laughs> could I do that? I didn't know we
5: could say
3: Snapple. That would be... That's not a soda. <laughs> I mean, look, it's like a reverse bullseye. You start in the center, and after a certain point, you can kind of get fucking chocolate milk at this point. (laughs) Chocolate milk?
8: Oh, I heard chocolate milk. Milk? Midwestern style. Yeah.
3: Look, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago, where we say milk.
8: Hmm. Do you like milk, dying boy?
9: (laughs) I I only like it if it's fresh from the dick of a doctor.
3: (laughs) Yes, right? I it's Dr. Mills. A pecker of a doctor. yeah, please, let's keep it classy. It's a doctor's pecker. <laughs>
5: yeah, who, this is getting tasty. now uh, does the does this milk help keep you alive because I noticed when you sat down, I heard all of your bones breaking.
9: <laughs> yes, I'm just a, a jumble of sadness now. Yes, yes, it's yes. very sad. yes, I don't really know how much time I have. I don't even know if I'll make it through this cast of pod. Oh no, I might not, but at least. I'm going out in a field of soda punnery Here's here's what I ask of you. If you could yes. hang on for however long it takes for Kermit to
3: come up <laughs> with a drink, that would make all of us so happy. And there are gonna be more. This is a vertical soda stream of things that we're <laughs> yeah, talking about.
4: Also I realized I said Yahoo instead of You. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yahoo! Seriously? <laughs>
5: I know, I know. I'm I know. i not feeling good about any, <laughs> any of that. So, so Timbo, uh, you decided you wanted to come on a, a show like this, but this was your second choice, you said.
9: Yes, yes. Uh, uh, th- there's actually a whole network of pod over on the other side of Foon. Oh. Yes. There's wait, wait, don't kill me. That's very popular. Uh, <laughs> no McDonald has a oh, show. No McDonald. Yes. Oh, he's. Gr- I bet he says milk. <laughs> But, but you know, I'm happy to be here. I don't want to downplay it. I'm just happy to have the time.
5: Did you have a story you wanted to tell or, or, or something you wanted to share with the people? Did you want them to learn from your, your trials and tribulations?
9: Really, I, I just want to be heard at all. Usually, people just shun me. They don't know how to talk to me, oh, you know? Oh, that's so oh. sad. Yes. Because
3: people don't want to hear from children, and they don't want to hear from sick people, and they definitely don't want to hear from sick people who have been sick a really like for years and years and years. So people probably kind of don't give you the attention you deserve.
9: Thank you, I'm glad to hear that.
5: <laughs> oh, there goes my hearing.
9: Oh, oh no! Oh Timbo, oh, Timbo?
5: Timbo? Timbo? Here, look at me, Timbo? look at me. Read my lips. We are here, and we want to hear your story. Tell us. Feeling fear. We are want to fear DeFauri. No,
9: no, no. Oh, he read have my lips so better.
8: fun to have at that game we were playing. <laughs> What would he have heard? Here, Nothing. Edub, I, oh, you... I,
4: I think I know how to fix this. I think I know how to fix yeah. this. Edub, can you grab his ear and just uh, squeeze it? Mm. You know what? <laughs> I appreciated that.
8: Have you actually seen, and I don't know if you're the right wizard for this job, but is there a wizard out there that could uh, restore some of the health of this poor boy? I am the
5: right wizard for every job! Yea, I shall... I shall take on this task, and I shall be the one who cures Timbo, the eternally ill. Aye, they shall call him now, from this day forth, Timbo, the formerly ill. And yea, he shall still be ignored, and none shall want to hear his (laughs) desperate sad cries. For his dirty face and his broken bones shall ne'er mend completely correctly, because there's only so much wizardly science can do. But yes, no longer shall he suffer from day to day. I now cast this spell upon thee. Is that helping? Oh,
4: he's barfing.
3: <laughs> I'm not sure if the spell's working or if he's just having a horrible seizure.
9: I, I, I feel better. You've done it. Thank
5: you. You're Thank welcome. you so much. You're welcome. Usador again has saved Foon! I am truly the greatest wizard of this age. I probably should have looked in your mouth and looked down your throat before I did that. If you have some side effects, come back and see me in a couple of days. Uh, here, um. <coughs> I've got barks. Oh, oh no! Well, that's not a disease exactly. That's yeah, it's more of a a little
4: old-fashioned, isn't it?
5: I don't know if there's anything I can do about that right now. Let's We'll check it in a couple days. Just keep coming back, and I'll, and I'll get you through everything. Did your dad
9: have Barks? Yes.
7: Isn't Barks a root beer? Is he doing another one of those things? My father was the it one, is, one with right? bite. Well, that was mine then. I got one.
3: <laughs> well, to be fair, you kind of hijacked it. <laughs> I've actually found out we have another guest. Uh, so I know you so much wanted to be heard. We, we still want to hear more from you. But I also really want to bring on uh, Matt Dabin, the giant
5: dwarf. Oh. Matt
8: Dabin is here.
9: here.
5: Oh. oh, my goodness. What a large dwarf. That's a huge dwarf. Don't make fun of me.
6: My, my mother was a dwarf, and my father was a giant. I'm a bastard. I'm embarrassed I was kicked out and uh, now I have to wander the land of Foon as a concert t shirt vendor. Oh. And that's what I'm doing in town today for Foonfest. Oh, that's right, Foonfest is in town right now. Yes, Foonfest is in town. That's why I assumed everyone was here. Yes, uh, yes, who's exactly. Pla- who's
9: playing at Foonfest? Oh, What's you want the to know? Up?
6: Actually, just I made a list. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> that's uh,
8: that's
9: handy. Good.
6: Let's see. Uh, uh, a tribe goes questing. Mm-hmm. Uh, of them. Fast wolves. Uh, old the giant. Uh, swords and rope. Cage the dragon. Uh, claws. Claws. And Lord, but not with an E at the end.
8: What about Bellatrix and Sebastopol?
6: Oh, yes. Them too. I always thought it was a brother and sister, but it's not. It- Lord without an e, but apes with a z. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh. And I think
4: metallurgy is
6: playing. Oh yes, exactly. They're yeah. they good Metal too allergy. as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm selling concert T-shirts uh, outside the bar, outside the tavern. If you want to get some, uh, could, I e. Poon Poon. That's one of my. favorite Poon Poon. Yeah. Food yes, food? Yes, yeah. Uh, Dork Lord. I have eight of those. Yes, they're, they're very funny. Uh is that a sword in your pants or are you happy to see me? Uh elves do it longer. Oh uh, my yes dad they do. They do. Oh, you're an elf? Look at the braid. Sorry I didn't notice. My dad went on a quest, and all he brought me back was this lousy t-shirt.
3: Could I possibly get a, a, was it the tribe that goes questing?
6: Yes, tribe goes questing.
3: Could I get a tribe that goes questing shirt? Because I I heard this is like the last quest they're going to do on this side of Foon.
6: Yes, that is true. I only have one left in a medium. That seems to be your size. (laughs) Uh. How flattering. Wrong. I, <laughs> I wear me.
3: All right, Kermit the Raven. Can I have also one. have some rings for
6: sale. Uh, small spell rings. Oh, yes. are the spells small? Are the rings just small? minor spells? I should okay. have said not not.
8: What what kind of spells can we cast if we have said rings?
6: Oh well, there's uh, get uh, in front of the line at the piss pot. That's one of the more oh, popular yeah, ones. Useful? yeah, useful? Yes, yes. There's you don't want
3: because uh, when that pot starts to like roll. Don't like, look down over. in the pot.
6: Yeah. Never look down. <laughs> Pisspots and cliffs. Never look down, I always say. Do your business and walk away. Exactly. Unless you're a shit creature, then that's where you live. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what else do I have? Uh, tall. Just tall. Makes you tall. Oh, you have a tall ring. Yes, yeah, so you can see over other people at the concert. Oh, that's nice. Uh, uh, there's one ring that does my request, whatever your request is oh. for an encore. The Travelers, a, a very popular encore song. <laughs>
5: Do you have a ring that cures all diseases? This is Timbo, the Eternally Ill. Hello. Oh. Oh, well. Oh.
6: That's... <laughs> no, I, I don't that's have awful. one of those oh, okay. rings. That's actually
5: that's smart. It's uh, understandable. That's true. Yeah. We
3: never really went into how yeah. many
9: if any of the diseases that you have are contagious. Uh,
6: mm-hmm.
9: these no one days. seems to know, except I've lost most of my friends and family. Oh.
6: <laughs> yeah. Most of my dick fell off at one point, but <laughs> I am a giant dwarf, so there's plenty left. Is it difficult being a giant dwarf? Yes, I'm. I was uh, kicked out of my community. I'm treated as a freak. I look like an ugly human. Yeah, don't I? Oh. Sorry, no offense. <laughs> Are you a human?
3: I am. I am a human.
6: Okay, I thought you might be a giant dwarf. Sorry. Yeah, and
3: I know, you know, look, it's hard to tell, like, race to race, but I'm actually quite an attractive human. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just a very, very attractive human. (laughs) Can we?
4: I don't know if this is true. I heard uh, amongst dwarves that there's something uh, they like to do, a game they like to play, like the game we played earlier. Uh, It's called Improv for Humans. Um, So since you're a human, would you do maybe some quick, uh, just like
3: a... 30-second improv with uh, with this dwarf?
5: Look, I would
3: have to explain how improv works, and I would have to like... this. D- I don't there's know this dwarf... There's certainly no
5: way to know from listening so far.
3: <laughs> Look, on my world, there's this thing called improv, and you're always 20% listening, 80% thinking of a soda that no one has said yet. Mm.
8: Sounds real hit and miss. It
3: really, it is.
6: The valleys are very low, but the peaks are very medium. Oh... How can I get on this dog pile of jokes? It sounds like a math problem so far. Yeah, it's a form of entertainment.
3: Well, it's more—it's more entertaining for the people doing it
6: sometimes. (laughs) Well, I'll try. I'm up for anything.
3: Okay. Well, um, I guess could I get a
4: suggestion of? uh, Kermit is probably the most uh, well traveled and learned of us. Kermit, do you have a?
7: What? What kind of? What are
3: you
4: looking for? (laughs) (laughs)
7: <laughs> just any word? I got one. Cinnamon. Cinnamon? Yeah. Okay. Cinnamon. You should
6: uh, c- Welcome to the cinnamon store! <laughs> uh, last call! Uh. <laughs> last call, everyone! Okay. Sir, can I help you? Oh, last call. Uh, you yes, heard? Yes, it is last call. Would you like Damn a pint of cinnamon? cinnamon already? What's that? What? I'm just watching.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm here to get some cinnamon, please.
6: Okay, uh, get you a pint of cinnamon there. There we go. That's very good. I mean, I Arnie, really Arnie, really...
3: Arnie, Arnie, play a character. What's that? Play a character. Do a funny voice. Try. <laughs> Look, not all improv has to be funny characters. It's a very valid choice just to play something very close to yourself. That but is you, true. Like and it.
6: suddenly, a blade in the <laughs> oh. gut. Mm-hmm. i said last call didn't you listen shunk head tumbles off oh someone Wonderful. make that into a mug What a twist support Ha, i can't get my head he actually... called
3: for your head to tumble off
6: guys yes and it I...
3: look i know i've implied on the show a little bit over the years that in my world of Earth, in Chicago, I did some improv for a time, and I guess I maybe implied that I was a good improviser, but I kind of wasn't that great. Is this a sad
6: tale I came in the middle of this?
3: Yeah. At that point in a scene, usually I would just sort of slowly slink back to the, the back wall of the stage and hope, hope that something else
9: would happen. This is so disappointing. Never meet your heroes. Yeah.
3: Oh. <coughs> oh, no, you yeah, oh, Timbo. Tim. Tumbo.
9: Timbo? <laughs>
5: Tumbo. Tumbo? Tumbo?
9: tumbo? tumbo? Have I made no impact on you at all? Tumbo. <laughs> it's true the ill are never listened to. I no. got
6: some Tumbo antacids if you need that. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to
4: our third installment of Kermit's Corner.
6: What's that? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Kermit just checking in.
7: <laughs> just, it's just a generic check-in?
4: Just a generic corner. I don't One of the four corners.
7: Spice or anything? No.
4: <laughs>
3: Back to you. That's been our third <laughs> installment of Kermit's Corner.
6: Uh,
3: I'm going to quick get a drink at the bar, but I'll be right back in just a second.
5: Well, uh, Arnold has suddenly absconded in the middle of his own podcast, as he's very wont to do, uh, which uh, r- reminds uh, me, uh, I, I'm sorry, uh, a giant dwarf. What was your name? Matt Dabin. Matt Dabin. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. I am Usador the Blue.
6: Oh, uh, yes, I think I've heard of you. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Hood Stanzas. Correct. Yes. You know
5: me well by my dwarven name. Yes. Oh, and it is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, Now that uh, the festival is about to end, what is your next stop?
6: Oh, well, I also do beheadings. That's why I worked it into that improv scene. Uh, That's the second most popular group gathering around, besides festivals, is beheadings. So I'll sell T-shirts there.
8: Matt Dabin, may I ask you, uh, sometimes at festivals I see... Uh, people who have a human, well, human or other human like body, but have like a horse for head or. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's almost like a rubber mask that for some reason they're wearing at a concert.
6: So they're dressing up as other creatures to, uh, g- to get attention, basically, to become yes, their own show at the show.
8: Yes. Uh, is that something that you have a spell to cure? Or oh, to get rid of that person? Yes, yes. Oh,
6: yes. Uh, it's, it's a simple spell. Red annoying person. Yes.
8: Okay. Does, yes. that, does that cover also people who bring large inflatable balls? Yes, and also people who sing along concerts? to lyrics,
6: a popular song. But or loud than you can hear, and also with no tone, Wonderful. just to show so that they spells. know the lyrics. Wow!
8: Yeah, so do many you, small spells.
3: Do you? You know, I feel like we are so close to having enough people to play a
5: game of uh, sit in a circle. Sit in a circle, whisper one, into your two, neighbor's three, ear until it gets one. back to the first person, and it probably won't be the thing that they said to start with.
8: Well, I just want to make sure we have room because we already have seven up.
9: Damn. Damn, Arnie. I mean... She had to sit on that for a long time.
6: I (laughs) mean, to be honest, she fucking crushed it. It sounds to me like a joke a Sprite would make. We we already did Sprite. We already did Sprite. I wasn't here. It's not your
5: fault. It's you know, not I'm, your fault. I, I here.
3: even went to the bar to think of one and then I forgot oh, yeah. it when I came back. But while I was at the bar, I'm so excited, I met someone that agreed to be another guest. Ladies and gentlemen, Jasmine Honeyjam, I believe. She's a fairy.
6: Oh. oh. A, a sprite, if you will.
5: Oh Jasmine.
1: Hi everyone. Nice wings. Hi, Jasmine. Oh, thank you. Hi. So, Is this my seat? Yeah, please oh, sit. great. Hi. How are you? Although, I, I have to be
3: honest, yeah. a, a very sick, very contagious boy sat in that for oh, quite I've a while. I've got
1: every disease you can even imagine. I've got every STD that goes around phone. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yes. I've been around. Do you
3: have a uh, centaur herpes?
1: Oh, please. Three times. <laughs> three times? You can't get rid of that. <laughs>
3: I'm sure. You're like, can't get rid of it. Might no, as well have more. No,
1: might as well. You can't... know, but lean in. So, Jasmine, yes. what do uh, you do? I'm a fairy decorator. Oh. Yeah. I, well, you know how fairies and sprites and the like, we like to be tricky. Sure. <laughs> we like to go in people's houses and just mess up what we see or move a chair or a magic mirror to the other side, and you're like, I want to put my magic mirror over here. Well, I was doing that, and people were really loving what I did. Oh. I found that people would just be like, wow, you know, I didn't think my sword collection was here, but I'm loving yeah. where it is now.
3: Like probably at first they're like, oh, no, yeah. that wasn't there before. But now that I but look no, at yeah, it. Yeah,
1: they loved it. And so I really got into the business. And so basically what I do is just I go around and I flip your house, you know, or your, your hovel uh-huh. or your castle or whatever the case may be. So say you've recently overtaken a kingdom. But you want to make that castle yours. You don't want the other, you know, owners, the other king's, you know, handprints all yeah. over the place. But so I just go in and I make it yours. You know, if your symbol was the lion, I come in and, you know, line it up, per se. Or yeah. I change your dungeon around. You know, maybe you like the rack and the person before you liked, you know, the Iron Maiden. Well, I'll just put racks everywhere.
3: When you go into a castle, like, sure. do you just look around the space first, or do you kind of try to get to know the new? Oh,
1: occupant? I want to know you. I have ah. everyone fill out a huge scroll, okay, and just tell me like likes, dislikes, species. You know, any of those things are just important when you're. You, you, I want to find out who they are. I spend time with them.
3: Would could we maybe go through that process?
1: Sure. This is uh, Kermit. Sure. He's Hi, a raven. Kermit. Hi, nice to meet and, you. And uh, just like.
3: Kermit, where do you live? Do you live in a tree?
7: It's embarrassing. I live in a Trump building.
3: You live in a, tr- in a Trump building? Yeah. What's a Trump building in
5: Foon? It's a building that's better than all the others. It wins. <laughs> it's, it, it literally trumps the other buildings. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I was I, hoping I, was, that- I don't really. I personally, I think it sucks, <laughs> just to be clear.
1: So you live in a Trump building right now, and you want it redecorated to what? You want it, What's your taste? What's your style? What says you, Raven?
7: Um, I just, I like shabby chic. Oh,
1: perfect. Then I'll do a lot of sort of like old skeleton bones and wicker.
7: Uh, Oh, wow. Retro, you know, kind of a
1: retro bone.
7: Sure. Do you
6: live in a nest in that building or do you sleep in a bed? I uh, I
7: have a nice, I have a king size, king raven bed.
1: King raven bed? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Great. Well, I just, you know, like you like worms, I take it? Mm -hmm. And pecking out the eyes of dead soldiers? I do. (laughs) Oh, great. Well, then I'll make sure your cabinets are stocked with that type of delicacy for you. And I'll, you know, leave basically dead bodies up into your, you know, just so you can trail and eat and live and be a part of that. And that sounds like... Will a, you write
7: this up for me? Like a proposal? Will you do a proposal? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I, there is my fee. What is that? Well, that is... Seven sprinklings of money. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Oh. How much is a sprinkling exactly?
5: Well, you, a... just, you just take a pinch in your hands, and then you sort of, like, sprinkle it over a fairy, mm-hmm. and that's how much money they get. Oh, seven mm-hmm. times.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. And uh, where do you live?
6: Where do I live? Yeah. I've been banned from my community. I'm just, like, I travel with the festivals, basically. Oh, I was actually going to ask if I could crash with one of you tonight. Oh. Well, I'm currently like no incarcerated right in a
5: cell here in the prison town of Hogsface but you could probably stay with Arnie or Chunt yeah I mean if you can fit in my hovel yes Yeah.
4: I don't think I've had some of the do you know uh, the fisherman's dwarf (laughs) I've had some of those guys stay the the fisherman's dwarf (laughs) oh
6: no I see yes okay (laughs) very good uh, I, you, when you said if I fit, that threw me off for a second. That's a, people always say, no, you don't fit here. You're too short. You're too tall. So it, I'm sorry for sorry using sorry. that term. No, I'm very yes. sorry for using that term. I'm trying to find a place where I fit.
3: Yeah. Do you, have you ever, like, in your travels, when you go from town to town, do you ever come to a town and you're like, I could live here. I could set down roots.
6: Yes, yes. I, I, I wish I could say that, but I, I, I feel that I have the carny life. I must always be on the road, and that's where the money is.
1: Well, Jasmine. Yeah. What kind of home
3: would you decorate for him?
1: Well, some people just carry their home with them on their back, basically. All you need is a satchel Mm. and, you know, I think a a lady by your side.
6: Oh, what are you saying?
1: I'm just saying if you like herpes. Oh.
6: (laughs) I've never fucked a fairy before. I always thought I would crush you.
1: We, we're magical. We can get bigger. Oh, you we you can, can change. Get smaller. You just clap real loud and mm. we come back to life. We're amazing mm. creatures.
6: That's great. You can get bigger than smaller? Yeah. That sounds great. I guess I'd like to stick my penis in your vagina and then have you just small enough where it's really tight on there. Oh, fairies can, can you definitely levels? get... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
5: Fair, fairies can definitely get larger and smaller because of that old adage, matter can be created and destroyed. mm which brings us to our
4: fourth and final Kermit's Corner. Kermit, how we doing? We're do- oh, you mean how we doing
7: on time? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're out of time, but I just want
4: to check oh, in one okay. final time.
7: Uh, no, I think we can... Um, I think we accomplished a lot. Today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know what? I, I just thanks, everybody. For- I'm sorry I
7: couldn't think of a, a drink. I wish I had like a cool a aid to help me or
3: something. Oh! Oh, yeah, that was, that was a good one. You know what, Kermit? Worth the wait. You know what, Kermit, when you said sorry that you couldn't think of one, I was going to say sorry that we spent so much time trying to think of them. But I think I was going to be insincere when I said that. So <laughs> I'm glad that you did come up with one.
7: Yeah, I feel really good about it.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for for stopping by the tavern. We are literally out of time. Uh,
1: I'll be selling rings and T-shirts outside
6: the tavern. Yeah, and if
1: anyone wants to come see me afterwards, got a dungeon they want to redo, got a basilica they need changing, you know, I'm your girl. Yeah, so many of us have
3: things to sell and diseases to spread. Thank you so much. We are hello from the Magic Tavern.
5: (laughs) Goodbye, Timbo. You had a good run.
2: What's the most fun about a live episode? I can't choose between the technical issues or the yaw and pitch of the audience's interest level, but could you feel the energy of that San Francisco crowd? Any one of them could found a company that changes the world, or write a memo that brings that company to its knees. Chunt the Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young, Kermit the Raven was played by special guest Todd Barry. To find Todd's stand-up dates and more, go to ToddBarry.com. Braidwin, the warrior elf, was played by Janet Varney. You might know Janet as the voice of Korra in The Legend of Korra, or the host of the podcast The JV Club, among other things, like co founding the San Francisco Sketchfest. Timbo, the eternally ill, was played by Cole Stratton. Cole is also a co founder of the San Francisco Sketchfest and co host of the Pop My Culture podcast. Matt Dabin, the giant dwarf, was played by Matt Besser. Check out his podcast Improv for Humans, especially episode Mirror Face, where Arnie, Adele and Matt are guests, or check out another better episode. Finally, Jasmine Honeygem, the fairy decorator, was played by Danielle Schneider, host of the Real Housewives podcast, Bitch Sesh. Craig, finish up here. I'm going to check out the live episode of Radiolab, where they record while surrounded by an unnecessary degree of indulgent sound
0: design. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jakover, and Ryan D. Georgie. This one edited by Garrett Schultz. Music by Andy Poland. Logo by Allard Lebon. Additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Special thanks to Outside Lands for having us, and to Todd Berry for agreeing to do the show at the very last second when Matt and Danielle's flight was delayed and it looked like they wouldn't make it. And of course, special thanks to Matt and Danielle for rushing to the show from the airport and actually making it. So basically, thanks to everybody. Visit us at HelloFromTheMagicTavern.com and check out our new merchandise page. Lots of fun stuff to buy there. And also check out our live show section where you can see info on our upcoming live shows like the Now Here This Festival, September 9th in New York, or WBEZ's podcast Passport September 17th in Chicago, and more. Also visit us on Facebook or Twitter. Special thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and thanks to Earwolf <laughs>